0: Our mission as a church is to equip the body of Christ to increase in wisdom and in stature, and in favor with God and with men. We are glad that you joined us for this edition of the broadcast. It is our prayer that this broadcast will be a blessing to you. Here now is Pastor Otuno with today's message.
1: The wisdom for daily testimony. And in Revelation chapter 12, Revelation chapter 12, reading from verse number 7, the Bible tells us, It said, and war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought. But they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceived the whole world. It was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ has come. For the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives even unto death. Now from this verse of the scripture, it gives you what happened. Before there was war happening in heaven. The Bible tells us, number one, that there was this issue of the Satan's rebellion and war in heaven. Look at verse number seven. It says, and war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought the dragon. And the dragon and his angels also fought back. From that passage, number two, you see the defeat and the banishment of Satan. In you know, other that was when Satan rebelled. When Satan fought, Bible says that he was defeated and was cast out of heaven. Verse number 8 and 9 tells of but they did not prevail. Nor was a place found for him in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, the serpent of old, called devil and Satan, who deceived the whole world. He was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. In other words, when they fought. When there was rebellion, Bible says that they were defeated, and because they were defeated, they were casted out of heaven. They were banished from the presence of the Almighty God. Number three thing you see from the verse of scripture is that we see Satan's activity and operation now that he has been casted to the earth. In verse number 10, the Bible says, And then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and of the power of his Christ has come. For the accuser of the brethren, which is another name for the devil, the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been casted out. Which means the operation and the activity of the devil is to accuse the people of God before the presence of the Almighty God all the time. And because he has been defeated, he took that particular exploit, his activity from heaven, he brought it to the earth with the intention of continuing to accuse the people of God. And then finally we see... The victory strategy of the saints of God over Satan's activity and operations on earth. In other words, the enemy came with a vengeance. The enemy came with intention of defeating the people of God. But the people of God had a strategy for winning. There was a strategy for defeating the plans and the operations of the enemy. And if you look at verse number 12, uh, verse number 11 of Revelation 12, the Bible says that, and they overcame him. That is the people of God. The saints of God overcame the enemy one by the blood of the lamb, two, by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their life even unto death. In other words, the Bible is telling us that we see that the enemy, when he came to this world, and he was ravaging, that he was walking as if he had no control, as if he had no leash upon his neck. The Bible said that the people of God had a two-fold strategy for defeating the enemy. The first strategy is the application of the blood. The application of the blood. In verse number 11 it says, they overcame him by the blood of love. The, the application of the blood. That was the first strategy. The second strategy, they overcame him also by the word of their testimony. In other words, you see victory by the testimony of the people of God. So the Bible tells us that those were the two strategies that the people of God are using to defeat the enemy according to the book of Revelation. Now many of us are familiar With the wisdom that comes from the daily application of the blood of Jesus upon our lives. And that's why when we pray, we say what? I plead the blood of Jesus. That is the wisdom of God that has been given to us to be able to defeat the enemy. Many of us know it. Many of us employ it. Many of us apply it on a daily basis. Or for some reason, many of us are not very familiar with the second aspect of that particular strategy. Which is the strategy... Of daily testimony. The wisdom of daily testimony. Many of us are not aware of the victory that comes from the power of testimony. We know that it is good for us to share testimonies of the goodness of God. But many of us do not understand the power that is in that testimony. Why testimony is able to defeat the operations of hell. That victory comes through testimony. Many of us are not familiar with it. And because the testimony of our Lord. Because the testimony of our Lord is a potent weapon. That the Lord has given out to us as believers. Only those who know how to use it. Will benefit from it. It's just like when you don't plead the blood of Jesus. You don't get the benefit of it. When you don't use the testimony, the wisdom that is embedded in daily testimony, if you don't use it, you lose out of the blessings that is made available for all. And so the question is, what is this wisdom for daily testimony? What is it? What is the wisdom of daily testimony? The wisdom of daily testimony is the daily declaration of the workings of God in our lives. The daily declaration of the workings of God In our life, The wisdom for daily testimony. Is the daily reminder. The daily recounting. The daily proclamation. Of all that the Lord has done. In your life. You are telling the whole world. This is what God has done for me. This is what God has done in the past. This is what I have seen God do. That is what it means to be able to engage in the wisdom of daily daily testimony. And in Psalm 22, reading from verse number 22, the Bible tells us that, I will praise you to all my brothers. I will stand up before the congregation and testify of the wonderful things that you have done. Which is the practice of the psalmists. The psalmists at every opportunity. We always tell the whole world, this is what God has done for me. These are the things that I've enjoyed. These are the benefits that he has done for me. These are the wars that the Lord Almighty has fought for me. The psalmist was a master at using the wisdom of testimony to be able to move forward. You remember when he went against Goliath and he was talking. Everybody said, you cannot do it. David said, no, I can do it because the Lord has done it before. When the bear came, I was able to defeat the bear. When the lion came, I was able to defeat the lion. And because the Lord has done it for me in the past, he can do it again. That is the power of daily testimony. That is what daily testimony can accomplish in our life. The question now is, how is it that the declaration of the goodness of God in the past, how is it that the declaration of the recounting of what God has done for you on a daily basis, why is it important in your life? Why is it important in my life? Why is it important in the life of a believer? Why is the daily declaration of the goodness of God important in the life of a believer? Now, the reason this is important is because every testimony of the workings of God in our life is a prophetic declaration about what God can do. Every testimony that you give that this is what God has done is a prophecy for those who are in need of the same miracle. Which means, testimony is prophetic in nature. Let's look at the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 19. I want you to look at verse number 10. Revelation chapter 19, Look at verse number 10. The Bible says, And I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, See that you do not do that. For I am a fellow servant and of your brethren, who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. Now look at the next statement. He says, "For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy." When you testify of what Jesus is doing or has done in your life, you are giving a prophetic declaration to the life of somebody who is looking up to God for that particular, for the same thing. So, if you say, "Lord, bless me with a job," it's a prophetic declaration for those who are looking for a job that if they trust God. God will do it. If you say, God bless me with a child, it's a prophetic declaration for a woman who is looking for a child. God bless me with a husband. God bless me with a wife. God bless me with a car. He blessed me with whatever He blessed me with. It's a prophetic declaration because you are testifying of Jesus. And the testimony of Jesus is what? The spirit of prophecy. So please understand, our testimonies are powerful because they are prophetic in nature. So you see, the daily declaration of the goodness of God is important because every testimony is of the workings of God in our life is a prophecy for those in need of that particular visitation that you are talking about. So you are trusting God for something? Somebody gives a testimony. You connect that testimony. It's a prophetic declaration into your life that what happened in this person's life can also happen in your life. That's why it is very, very important. Number two. Why is the declaration of the goodness of God in your life on a daily basis important? It is important because it reminds us of the faithfulness of the Almighty God. If you hear somebody talk about what God has done in their life, and you know that God is faithful, you know that definitely He can do the same thing in your life. So prophecy is powerful and is important for us because it's a reminder of God's faithfulness. Is it faithful? Is he who has called? And who will do it? First Thessalonians 5.24 So remember. Whenever testimony is given. Number one is a of prophecy. It's a prophetic declaration. Number two. It's a reminder that God is a faithful God. Number three. It's a reminder that it provokes God into action. Because when you see God do something for this person. And you go back to God and say God. I have testified of your goodness. I told the whole people that yes, you are good to me. That you met me at the point of my knee. That you did X, Y, and Z for me. And so Lord Almighty, because I have told the whole world that you are able to do it. God says yes. I heard you that you have made the testimony and I will do it. When David was able to stand and told Saul. And said Saul, this Philistine is going to go down like that bear. He's going to go down like that lion. God had no option. You know why? Because you have put God on the spot. It's just like when you tell everybody, say if you come to our church, our pastor will give you a $100. And you are so sure about it. You see people come to church, and pastor does whatever he wants to do, and you even say it in the middle of the church. I told everybody yes, that when you come to our church, you are going to get $100. I have no option. I have to find a $100 to give to them if I want to continue to maintain my reputation. What we are saying in essence is that when you give testimony about what God has done, you force the hand of the Almighty God. You provoke the Almighty God to act because He will never deny His word. He will never deny His word. The Bible says, heaven and earth will pass away. But not one word will go without being fulfilled. And when you now say, God said this, this is what God has done. God has no option. That is His word. He has to fulfill it. It's like the law of contract. If you do X, Y, Z, the requirement of the contract comes into play, and the person who is the signature for that contract has no option than to do what they are supposed to do, what they signed up to do, and that's what it is. So, please understand. The Bible tells us in Hebrews eleven, in verse six, it says, "Without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he that comes to God must believe that He is, and is the rewarder of those who seek Him." You know what? As soon as you seek Him, He has no option; He has to reward you. The issue here is the. Testimonies are important, number one, because they are prophetic in nature. Testimonies are important because they remind us of God's faithfulness. Testimonies are important because they provoke God into action. So you see, the wisdom of daily testimonies is important in the life of the believer. And the question is, how does it work? How does it work? How does the testimony provoke God into action? How does our testimony move the hand of God to act on our behalf? How does our testimony work to move us to the place where we need to be? How does it work? Look at Psalm 119. Psalm 119 reading from verse number 14. The Bible tells us, The righteousness of your testimony is everlasting. Give me understanding and I shall live. The righteousness of your testimonies is everlasting. Give me understanding, and I shall live. Here, the psalmist is saying, Testimonies move the hand of God on our behalf because it helps us to see what is possible. Because when you see what God has done for this person, when you hear what God has done for this person, you see what is possible. So testimonies are possible. They work in our life because they open our eyes to see what is possible. And the Bible makes us to understand the book of Genesis chapter 13. He said, whatever your eyes see, there I will give to you. So if you cannot see the possibility of God moving on your behalf, it never happens. So what testimonies does for us, how testimonies work, is that it helps us to see. It opens our eyes. It unveils the power of the Almighty God for us to be able to see what is possible. And as soon as you see what's possible, what happens? There is a hunger inside your spirit. You begin to pursue it. But you cannot pursue what you don't even know exists. You cannot pursue what you don't know is possible. If you don't know God can hear your prayer, why would you pray? If you don't know God can meet you at the point of your need, why will you trust him? So what testimony does is that it reveals the possibility. The righteousness of your testimony is everlasting. Give me understanding. And that's what testimony does. It opens your understanding so that you're able to see what is possible. Number two, our testimonies move the hand of God because it encourages and it edifies us. Bible says, comfort each other and edify each other just as you are doing. In other words, once you begin to tell God, this is what God did for me. When I was down, the Lord Almighty visited me. When I was about to give up, this is what the Lord Almighty did. He sent somebody to me. When you are going through that particular situation and you remember those testimony, what happens? It strengthens you. You know that God will never leave you or forsake you. David was a champion in this. David understood that the Lord Almighty will never do what, will never leave him. The Bible tells us in the book of 1 Samuel, I think in chapter 30, when they took away the families of David, they took them captive. The Bible says, and David encouraged himself in the Lord. How did he do it? He remembered what God had done for him in the past. He knew that God would never leave him alone. He knew that it's not possible for God to be able to allow his family to be taken into captivity. He has come in contact with death. He has been pursued by the whole army of a nation. If the Lord will deliver him then, the Lord can still do it now. That is what it means. When you see what God has done for other people, it has a way of encouraging and edifying you and strengthening you so that you keep on going. You don't get discouraged. But when you don't know what God has done in the past, you don't know what God can do for you today. Testimonies are powerful and they can move the hand of God because it's an assurance that God is a faithful God. The Bible says, God is not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he should repent. Whatever the Lord says he will do, he will do what? He will do it. And if he has done it for somebody in the past, he will do it for you. Because why? He is not a respecter of persons. God doesn't look whether you are good looking or you you are not so good looking. He doesn't look whether you are tall or you are short. It doesn't matter what your frame is. He is the one that made you. And as such, he is no respecter of persons. All you have to do is to understand that testimonies assures God's faithfulness. And then finally, testimonies move the hand of God because it tells us our God is unchanging. Our God is unchanging. It reminds us that God is not a respectable person, that God never changes. What he has done in the past, he will do it again. And see how our testimonies work to move in the hand of God, the question is how do you engage? The wisdom of daily testimony. How do you do it? How do you make sure the wisdom and the power of testimony work for you? How do you make sure that testimonies deliver for you? In Psalm 63, reading from verse number 6, the Bible tells us, When I remember thee upon my bed, and meditate on thee in the watch night, because thou hast been my help, therefore in the shadows of thy wing I will rejoice. You engage testimonies in prayer. You talk to the Almighty God and by telling him what you know he has done. Lord, you are the one who saved me. I was heading down in a particular dangerous part. You are the one who pulled me back. You are the one who delivered me. You are the one who healed me. You are the one who provided for me. You are the one that turned the course of my life around. You are the one, oh God, who has been doing all this wonderful thing. Every now and then you hear, anytime time we pray, we say, Lord, you are the one that has kept the door to this place open. Even when the pandemic was shutting down businesses and shutting down churches, you kept us open. This is what you have done. That is how you engage testimony. Tell him that, yes, I recognize what you have done. Yes, I remember what you have done. I am not a forgetful recipient. I know exactly what you have done. And I appreciate what you have done. You engage the power of testimony in prayer. By telling to the almighty God. Does it mean he doesn't know? He knows. He just wants you to acknowledge it. Number two. We engage the wisdom of daily testimonies through meditation on the word of God. He said, when I remember thee upon my bed and I meditate on thee in the watch night. In other words, I think about the things you have done. I begin to analyze this. I used to tell you that one of my favorite verses of the scripture I think is Romans chapter 8 in verse 32 He said, if the Lord can give us Jesus Christ What else can he not give you? I mean you are trapped you, are, you have issues and I gave you the key To my house If I gave you the key to my house Does it mean that you cannot have access to my fridge? Come on, come on I already gave you the key to my house You can get into the fridge, you can get into the pantry Because I'm already giving you What is precious to me The Bible said, if he can give us Jesus what else can he not give you? Are you looking for a child? Are you looking for a son? Are you looking for... A, what are you looking for? He gave you the most precious thing. So when you meditate upon this thing, you find that heaviness disappears. Depression disappears. Anxiety disappears. Because you are thinking about the things that God is doing. And you are beginning to add one and two. I mean, the guy that gave me this, why would I not trust him? The guy that did this for me, why wouldn't you do this? Why would the Lord save me only to come and kill me here? It's not possible. You understand the idea. So when you meditate upon the testimonies of God, you begin to engage the power. Because God says, okay, this my son seems to have enough brain cells left in his head. You begin to understand that yet, you are a thinking human being. Because you are able to put one and two together. The Lord God that loves us so much, that gave us his only begotten son, what else will he not give you? Number three, how do you engage? You engage through encouragement of other people. When you encourage other people, they are going through a difficult times and they are having difficulty remembering what the Lord has done. You now begin to tell them, God kept you. God met you. And look at what he has done for me. You think your case is bad? You think your case is difficult? Look at what happened to me. Look, And you begin to tell them what God has done. By the time you do that, you are encouraging other people. And before you know what's happened, it sparks their own faith. And they begin to walk with the Lord. That's how you engage. And then finally, you engage through ministration. You engage through ministration. Bible says in Psalm 89 verse 1. It said, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. When I sing... I sing about the goodness of God. When I preach, I preach about the goodness of God. When I speak, I speak about the goodness of God. When I minister to other people, in whatever fashion I do it, to be able to encourage them to see the mercies and the goodness of the Almighty God that is available to all. So you engage it through what? Through ministration. You engage it through encouragement. You engage it through meditation. You engage it through prayer. That's how you do these things. Because the more you do it, the more you find out that your own faith becomes built up. Now if the practice of daily testimony is so powerful. My God, why are people not identifying or recognizing or recounting the things that God has done in their life? Why? If testimonies move the hands of God, why are people not engaging it? Why are people not involved in it? Why are people not sharing their testimonies? Many people are not sharing their testimonies, number one, because they have not been taught how to do it. They don't know how to. Some of us think that when we share testimonies, we are presenting ourselves as if we are proud, as if we are super Christian. That is not true. You are only glorifying the name of the Almighty God. There is a story about an individual in the book of Acts. The Bible says, this man was instructed in the way of the Lord. And being fervent in the spirit, he spoke and taught diligently the things of the Lord. Knowing only the baptism of John. He has not been taught that Christianity has moved beyond the baptism of John. We have now moved into the era of the Holy Spirit, but he was still standing there. And that is what is happening to a lot of people. Many of us have not been able to engage the power of testimony because we have not yet gotten there in our Christian journey. You need to be taught what power is packed into testimony. What the Lord Almighty does through testimony. Not just encouraging order but strengthening yourself. So why do people not share testimony? Why are they not interested in remembering and recounting what God has done for them? Number one, because they have not been taught. Number two, because they do not understand. Number three, because they do not believe. And number four, because of fear and shame. If I testify the devil might come around and steal the blessings of God. The Bible says whatever the Lord has done is what is permanent. It doesn't give you today I take it away from you tomorrow. If that is that kind of a God, then it must be a really messed up one. Just playing with people, playing buttons. The enemy can try, but the Lord Almighty never does that. So, most people don't share testimony because they're afraid that their situation will turn around. And most people do not share testimony because they think it's not big enough. They want a testimony that is spectacular. The one that CNN can carry. That's the one they're looking for. That's the one that you can share. But regular testimony, the fact that you slept and you woke up, It's not a testimony to them. Everybody sleeps and wakes up so what's the big deal? But they also forget that some people sleep and never wake up. But the point is that some people don't share testimony. They don't talk about the goodness of the Almighty God because they are not appreciative. It's not big enough. It's not spectacular enough. And some people just don't share testimony because they've given up on God. Yeah, it happened to those people. It can never happen to me. God doesn't like me. God hates my God for some reason. I think when he made me, it must have been a mistake. I mean, they just keep saying all sorts of nonsense to themselves and they've given up on God. And as long as they give up on God, you can never experience the touch of God. The Bible says, let us not lose hearts in doing good. For in due time, we will reap if we do not go weary. If you don't get tired. The name of the game in Christianity is consistency. You cannot do it one day Stop doing it and expect to get results. No. It's consistent. You keep doing it. You keep doing it. You keep doing it until you see the answer. That's why you keep testifying of the goodness of the Almighty God. But those who engage in the wisdom of daily testimony, those who take the time to share what God has done for them, what you see is that they grow in faith. That faith keeps growing. Because they keep believing God that if you did it for this guy, I know you are a faithful God, you will do it for me. So their faith grows. Not only that, it strengthens their walk with the Almighty God. Circumstance and situation does not change their standing with the Lord. The things that people are saying around them does not dissuade them. They continue to believe God. It strengthens their walk with the Almighty God. And not only that, the Bible makes us to understand that grace is multiplied upon them. Unusual grace falls upon them. There are times when you look at the circumstances around you and you don't want to go on. But when you remember what God has done in the past, you keep on going. And that's what the Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. And He said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. When you continue to testify and you continue to remember the things that God has done. And you continue to declare the glory of God upon your life. You find that grace continues to multiply in your life. When you do that, you find that you put the enemy to shame. Because the enemy wants you to be discouraged. He wants you to be what? To to have anxiety. He wants you to give up on the Almighty God. But in the process of difficult time, you keep praising God. That's what Job said. Job said, even though he slays me. I will keep doing what? I will keep praising him. At that point in time, Satan said, what is the wrong with this guy now? We have punished him. I have killed all his children. I have taken away all his business. I have actually put sickness upon him. And this guy was supposed to curse the Lord so that I can win a bet. But this guy keeps praising God. At one point in time, what happened? Satan left him alone. The same thing. When you keep remembering the blessings of the Almighty God, when you keep trusting on that person, when you keep believing that God is a faithful God, when you keep believing that God never gives up on you, when you believe that he has inscribed you on the palm of his hands, that he remembers you're going out and you're coming in, that no hair on your head will go, will fall down without his knowledge. When you remember all this, it strengthens you and it puts the enemy to shame. And then finally you begin to see your prayers. Your prayer becomes answered. The Bible says that in all this, whatever you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. As long as you believe that God is on the throne, as long as you diligently serve him, you diligently seek him, you will begin to see that God will begin to move on your behalf. Doors begin to open. Maybe not at the time that you are expecting, but God is never too late. Because he does what he's supposed to do at the right time. The question then, how do you engage? Or who can engage? The wisdom of the Almighty God on a daily basis. Who is the man or the woman who can take advantage of the daily testimonies in the Word of God? Who can do it? The man who will be able to engage and pull out the power of testimony is the one that trusts in the Word of God. If you take the Word of God and say, this is the Word the Lord Almighty has said unto me. This is what the Lord Almighty has declared. I believe this Word. I know he's true to his word. I know he can never fail. If you believe that and you stay with it, you will begin to see testimonies open. So, the man who can engage is the man who trusts in the word of God. Number two, the one that engages and benefits from testimony is the one that sees with the eyes of faith. In other words, you are able to see what God is able to do. That if God did it for my sister, he can do it for me. If God opened the door for my brother, he can open the same door for me. If God is able to make water to come out of the rock, you'll be able to see with the eyes of it. If you are able to do that, then testimony begin to release His blessings unto you.
0: Thank you very much for listening to our program today. We invite you to join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. for our Sunday worship service at 2711 Murfreesboro Road in Antioch, Tennessee. We also host Bible study and prayer meetings every Friday at 7 p.m. Visit us online at www.lifelonganointing.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Join us next time for another edition of Fresh Encounter. On behalf of Lifelong Anointing Church, we thank you for listening.